Hey, hey, welcome to my podcast today, Kevin Elworth Unplugged, where we talk about life, leadership, and all the things in between. I want to welcome you here today as we kind of get to the spot where we're ending this year. We're just kind of, my goodness, what, two weeks away from the end of the year. And, you know, if you're, most business today is in this, in a position of like, okay, we're winding down the year. Um, there's a lot of business that stays really at the top. They don't really ever slow down. But for the most part, this is the time of the year that it just kind of, you know, you wrap up some projects. We're coming into the end of the fourth quarter, the beginning of a new year. And so this really becomes a time where you can just really investigate what have we done and where are we going next? And so the last time we met, my last podcast, we talked about the the importance, the law of reflection. And so I kind of unveiled some ideas that you can use to really maximize a good experience and reflection, what that should look like. I even talked about an ebook that I have written to just really help define this for the clients that I use, that I have, um, and encourage them in how do you do this? How do you go about getting a good experience with reflection? And then what's the velocity with something like that? Reflection is a really a four-part four, four, <laughs> four process um, to make it really what it needs to be. But then there also coincides with that the idea of planning. You know, where do we go and what do we do next? And if you're not careful, planning can become problematic in this. Um, and so here's what I want to incite for you or kind of build into you. Um, there's kind of two processes when it comes to planning. Typically, we go for the easy approach and we just set goals, right? So I'm going to do this and I'm going to give myself a a certain number of time to accomplish that goal. Um, I've talked talked to you guys several times about um, the planner system that I use. I use this, the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. It's a great system in the beginning of this, in in the first couple pages. It just really talks about like, what are your annual goals? And then you can go from there and detail like what is specifically as you go into the goals, you know, what is that specific goal? What is, what does it mean? What does it look like? What kind of a goal is it? How much time are you going to give yourself to that? You get a month view. Uh, This whole book right here is just one. This is a quarter of the year. So you get four of these for a year and, and it really just drills deep into that. And then you get a, a weekly assessment, you get a daily assessment. It just really uncovers the whole thing. And so, Um, I don't have an affiliate link for you for this. You can go find it, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. It's a great tool to use, a great resource. So check something like that. But the difference is, is that, you know, we can set goals for movement, but I think we need to establish some goals for growth as well. And so we need to really focus in on growth instead of just goals. Goals, here's the thing, goals without growth is just really hopeful movement. It's the idea that, you know, I'm hoping to be better than I am right now, or I'm hoping to be farther along than I was, that I am right now. Um, And we can establish some of those things. Like, honestly, mark your calendar right now. So this is, um, when would you be listening to this? This would be Tuesday, December, what, 18th, something like that. Let me look at my calendar real quick. It would be December 19th. Tuesday is December 19th. And so schedule a year from now, a year from now, put it on your calendar, look back over the year and figure out, did I achieve what I wanted to achieve? And maybe what you should do inside of that calendar link, if you use Google Calendar or something in, in the notes section of that schedule, put in there, this is what I would I decided that I would grow into over the next 12 months or over the last 12 months as you're looking at it at that point. 
So growth, goals without growth is just hopeful movement. So my question then becomes is what are you going to grow into? In other words, what are you going to stretch yourself to be able to become a better you rather than just have more accomplishment? So, you know, we can always hope for, wish for more productivity or more uh, profitability or, you know, let's, we're going to expand this department or we're going to launch this department. And those are goals. Those are good things. But how are you going to become better as a leader, as a developer, as a husband, as a father, as a person? How are you going to become better? That's where growth comes into play. And so my next statement is this growth transforms to intentional determination. In other words, it takes a, a hopeful desire into like an action point of this is what I'm going to do to accomplish that. A good goal includes some of these things. You know, you talk about smart goals and um, strategic and measurable and time oriented and all those things. And um, it fails me what what each of those stands for, the smart goals with that. But this is how you really grow. You integrate a component to your goal that's going to measure your outcome as you go along. And honestly, if you could check base as part of your reflection process on a monthly basis, how am I with my goals? Or how am I with my growth right now? The idea is this, true change, the kind that really brings value and purpose and benefit only comes after you grow. You can translate that growth towards your being, towards your relationships, your company, your career, your relationship with God. Each one of these things is a specific measurable or idea that you could integrate and say, okay, when it comes to my being, who I am, my leadership, my mindset, this is how I intend to grow in the coming year. I remember I did this probably two years ago now. And what really surfaced as I was doing some really hope-filled and purposeful reflection, it was really becoming apparent to me that I needed to attack fear and I needed to minimize fear in my mind. And I also needed to grow into my own potential. This came like full circle for me, like this aha, amazing moment when I was at the Maxwell Leadership Conference in March of 2022, 2023, this year. Um, was one of the first things I did as a as a you know Max, Maxwell coach business owner whatever is I went to the Maxwell leadership conference in Orlando and over the 3 days that I was there the closing moment of this whole thing we were supposed to go around this table with eight people in this table and we were supposed to declare sort of define what what's the breakthrough moment that came for us and so in that simple you know 1 minute of reflection that I had to really define this, I'm listening to the other voices around the table and it came to my turn and I had written down on the sticky note that they had given us, I have the power to believe in my own potential. And it was an emotional moment for me. I remember literally almost breaking down into tears because of the, the, the thing that I was up against and the place that I had come from. It was just this, can I do this? And I, I literally felt that I, I was supposed to declare over my life, you have the power to believe in your own potential. And, and so then it became, okay, how do I grow into that? And so I began to put in place a, a track record or a process of this is what I need to do. This is what needs to happen 
for me to grow into that. I've got to expand my mindset. I've got to minimize fear. Those two things I put into place and I begin to attack them and attack them and read about them and make some declarative decisions over my life about how I was going to grow beyond that. And to be honest with you, I look I look at this place today over the last 12 months and I'm like, I don't even recognize myself anymore. I don't even recognize who I am and who I've become and what I've changed and who I oh I am and my relationships are better and my parenting is better and being a husband is better and I think my company is better. Um my relationship with God is infinitely better. Um all because I decided to grow. And so this is this is where I would really just point this to you and just want to just help you with some things right now. And these are basic, these are surface level. I would really encourage you to really investigate this and drill deep into what you want to see. But I get, I have like four different areas where I think this this should be beneficial to you. Number one is mindset. Ways to grow or areas to grow and to improve yourself is in your mindset. Mindset is everything. I think my wife is kind of annoyed with me right now because I say this all the time. Your mindset is everything. And without your mindset, you are nothing. I lived for so much of my life with this constrained and restrained, retained, um, so small mindset. I, I really had been believing in the idea that I don't deserve what I have right now. So I'm not going to jeopardize what I have right now because what I have right now is more than I ever thought I would ever have. And so, you know, you take that Dave Ramsey approach. Um, I'm better than my, I'm better than I deserve. Okay. I, I get that. And you know what we are, it's by the goodness of God alone that we have what we have. We do what we do. We are who we are. And so that's all well and good. But I've talked to you quite a few times about the idea of contentment and contentment is in terms of the possessions that you have, but it's not in terms of the lifestyle that you live. Because honestly, if your potential is not maxed out with where you are and what you're doing, then you owe it to yourself and to your creator to be able to expand some things. And that starts with your mind. So I've, uh, I center that on the biblical passage, Romans 12, 2. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Well, how do you do that? You ask for transformation. You ask for change. And then you begin looking at everything around you saying, is that the way that it has to be? Or is there a better way? Is there a different way? That's really what happens when it comes to growth. Is there a different way? Is there, is there something I'm believing? Is there a process I'm doing? Is there a way that I'm being told it has to be this way that you could press back on and say, why does it have to be this way? And is there a different way? Is there a better way? Is there a new way? Is there something I'm missing here? Because it doesn't have to be. In fact, I, I boiled this down somewhere along the way. I don't know if it was in a podcast or something I wrote or something, but um, the the two most prominent places we see this, this fleshed out is mindset and conformity is in our education system and the financial system. It, it, I mean, try to combat those two things and you will find a lot of resistance, a lot of adversity there. Why? So there's something behind it. And and I think if you kind of buck the system a little bit and realize that there is a different way for both of those things, but you have to press on it and you have to be purposeful and determined in your in your pursuit, you will find something new. You'll find something expansive and more, which I think is just beautiful and and and, and insane. So so there's that. So that's the first one, mindset. The second one is obviously leadership. I'm going to talk about leadership right here. My statement is that when leadership improves, everything else improves also. And I believe that this is one of those places. 
Um, we've never talked about the five levels of leadership here on this podcast, and it would be a tremendous thing for us to drill into. But just because you're in a leadership position does not make you a leader. It gives you a leadership title, but it doesn't give you leadership capabilities. It doesn't give you leadership traits until you grow them. And, you know, as I've said so many times before, you don't know what you don't know, but you're guilty of what you don't know. And so you're being judged right now. If you occupy a leadership position, you're being judged based on your leadership qualifications. And if you're not growing in that because you didn't know you needed to or you didn't know you could, you're still being judged based on your leadership qualifications. So honestly, you owe it to yourself to grow in your leadership. Well, how do you do that? Well, I mean, I've talked before about the free levels of learning. You read a book, you listen to some podcasts, you watch some YouTube videos, you whatever. There are so many countless free options out there where you can say, okay, I'm learning. But if you really want to accelerate your growth, you're going to have to invest in your growth. You're going to have to invest in your learning. And well, how do you do that? There are some fantastic tools out there. There's some fantastic learning resources out there for you to invest in. But honestly, the free things, um, what, what is it? My, one of the phrases that I used to use a lot is um, you get what you pay for. So if all you're going to do is consume free leadership resources, you're only going to learn so far. You're only going to grow so far to really, really dig and, and get into the nitty gritty of development. You're going to have to invest in yourself for it. Why? Because you're worth it. So if, you've, if you're at the spot of planning for 2024, maybe it's time to plan for leadership and say, you know what, I'm going to invest in who I am this next year. And it's going to cost something. You know, there's also a biblical principle there. Um, the King David talked about purchasing a field where he was going to create a sacrifice. And the owner of the field said, I want to just donate it to you. And he said, no, I cannot sacrifice what costs me nothing. Well, learning free resource learning is only going to take you so far. And you have, you have to put some skin in the game to really take you as far as you want to go. And, and I'll be honest with you, it's going to cost you more than you think it's going to cost. Learning is expensive and great learning is really expensive. So get warmed up with that. Figure out what do I need to learn and how much am I willing to pay for it? In in 2024, I'm going to start 2024. I think the second week of the year, I'm, I'm doing a mastermind class um, that uh, it's called, I want to just call it uh, how to have the best year of your life. And we're going to use one of Maxwell's resources called put your dream to the test. And it's a great resource. But one of the things he talks about in this is, are you willing to pay the price for your dream? Because so many people are not willing to pay that price. And most times we think in terms of paying the price of our dream as just being a financial price. There is a financial price. There always is a financial price. But there's more than that. You've got to be willing to pay the price to grow into who you want to become. Um, the third one is, what about your abilities in, in ways to grow in planning 2024? What about your ability? Is there an ability that you can refine and become better at? For me personally, I plan on spending a lot of my time in the beginning quarter of the year getting better at my public speaking. I want to improve the ability that I have to be able to engage an audience on a stage to the spot where it's undeniable. This is what I was made for. I miss public speaking. I cannot wait to get back to it. But that's the ability I want to hone in on and be able to really refine. I also want to hone in on my ability to coach people individually. I love it. I have so much fun 
sitting across from one person and helping them realize what it takes to make their dream come to life. It is, it's my addiction. It's my drug. I love being able to coach people. So I want to refine that skill and become better. And then the fourth thing that I would just put before you is experience. What do you want to experience in 2024? Um, Permit me a minute. I'm going to grab my journal here. Yesterday, I was sitting in a church service, and um, I was just kind of mindful of experience, this word experience. So I just started writing down, you know, over the next 12 months, I I seem to get very, very um, nostalgic this time of year. I get very, like, emotional about where we have come from and where we are going next. This happens to be every year, and it will be even more impactful or more intense the closer we get to the beginning of the year. I don't know why I've always been that way. But um, I just really get like that. And, and so I started writing down some ideas of, about what I want to do to experience in 2024. I remember asking my son just the other day, one of my sons, I said, hey, you know, this is, we just ended hunting season around here. And so there's always gunfire up here in the woods as we live in this forest and around 20, 24 acres or something that me and my brother share this acreage here. And then we're right across the street from a bunch of, state ground. So there's hunters everywhere, all over the place around our properties, gunfire all the time. And um, so I asked one of my sons, I said, Hey, would you ever want to learn how to hunt? I'm not much of an avid hunter. I could take it or leave it for me. I'm just not, it's not that big of a thing for me. But my thought is, is like, if, if my sons want to do this, I would never want them to deprive it. I would never want them to be deprived by an experience that they want to have just because I don't really care. You know, I don't care about sports. I don't care about, I really don't care about outdoorsy stuff. I'm not much of a hunter. I'm not a fisherman at all. I I just don't, it's not my thing. But if my kids are like, I want to experience that at least one time, then I want to, I want to engage in them in the experience. And I feel like it's our job as parents to dream up experiences for our kids to be able to explore and enjoy and to test and see, do I like that or do I not like that? You know, I I want all of these things for my family and for my life. And so I wrote some of these things down and some some different things I want to grow into. And you can only get there by thinking about it ahead of time and giving yourself permission to say, you know what? Unless there's some huge implications about inability, I'm going to I'm headed for this direction. And so what does that look like? It's some time that I want to allocate towards some experiences. There's some specific experiences I want to make sure that I'm structured and planned for. There's some uh, adventurous moments that I want to incorporate into our lives. You know, I remember thinking back um, to my childhood and some of the experiences that I had along the way, the adventures that I had along the way. And and, and while I don't want to recreate those things specifically, I do want to give opportunity for them specifically. I want there to be some some things of like, you know what? I did that and I didn't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but I want them to try. I want them to decide that I didn't like that because I experienced it and it was terrible rather than say, I don't even want to try that. And I think it's it becomes our job as parents to say, we're going to try it. Let's go for it. One of my favorite things, I don't know when we're going to do this, but my favorite idea is one of the experiences I want to have is I want to do a motorhome trip. Um, whether I buy a motorhome or we rent one or something, I want a motorhome trip from all the way across the West Coast, you know, from top to bottom, from San Diego to Seattle. I want to, I want to do a trip 
with my family road trip. I don't care if it takes six weeks. I don't care. I just want to be able to explore this with my family and enjoy it and create the memories along the way. Mostly before my kids all graduate. My son, Austin, is going to graduate high school early and God knows where he's going to be off to. And and then the experiences of life are done. Well, I want to experience some things and it comes with growth. It comes with pre-planning and deciding here's how, here's where I'm headed. You know, for so many days of my life, I spent accidentally getting somewhere. No more accidents. It's all intentional now. It's all on purpose. And it's, it's purposeful because I decided it was purposeful. So, um, let me go back to my phrase at the beginning. Goals without growth is just hopeful movement. And growth transforms into intentional determination. So here we are at the end of this year. We got one, one, two weeks left. I got one more podcast to do before the end of this year. And I hope that you can decide on some great growth plans as you begin to encapsulate, wrap up this year, and get ready for the next. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon. If there's something I can help you do, don't ever hesitate to let me know. That's why I'm here and here to serve and to help. And I pray you're well-blessed and encouraged as we come into this Christmas season. Be blessed. See you soon.